Hello everybody, welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. And uh, we're, we're, we don't know what we're doing today. Yeah. It's a, it's a slow week. There's not really much in the, the realm of like video game news, so I think we're kind of just winging it. Um, don't really have a topic. I think both of us have either been too busy or just kind of, you know. It, you know, last week we had Joey, and which was fun, but uh, on that topic, by the way, have not seen a Walmart bird. Yeah, because they don't fucking exist. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't hear that conversation. That was after the podcast. But apparently, Joey is so like dead set on the fact that apparently there are birds in Walmart. He is apparently lo- the last week when we recorded. Uh, him, BJ went to Walmart before they came here, and Joey was like flabbergasted that there wasn't a bird in the rafters. See, Joey just likes to gaslight me <laughs> because I get really frustrated. So he, we were driving around just doing nothing, and he was telling me about how he's never not seen a bird in Walmart. And I was like, that's statistically impossible, Joey. That's stupid. Stop trying to gaslight me. And then he pulled into Walmart. We walked inside. We were there for like maybe 45 minutes just looking at different things. But the whole time, he was staring at the ceiling and we were walking past like the groceries and there was an employee walking past us joey grabs this guy on the shoulder and says hey man i got a question for you the guy's like yeah what's up and joey says how often do y'all get birds in here and the guy's face completely shut down he blinked to himself like five times and like kind of shook his head and he was like what (laughs) so thanks for that joey i'll never forget it it was such a way to end the night, too, because I think that was the conversation where you you were like, all right, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, a, it was such a, like, what? Like, I, I, I love Joey. So funny. He's like a fourth dimensional type of person, I guess. Unfathomable. All right, well, I say we continue on with the normal, so. Hit as- that clock. Oh, yeah. I haven't... <laughs> I'm glad you saw that. Yeah. I, I'm very bad at that, the start of the timer. We usually wait, like, I. that's why I always look at the timer and go, okay, so we've probably been recording for maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let me, okay. <laughs> All right, Um. well, let's just go on with the normal. So what have you been playing, BJ? A lot of Pokemon Snap. It's baffling to me that it took this long to make. But, like, it's such a good progression on the systems in the first game um, that came out 20 years ago. But, like, the models in it are really good. All the lighting works really well. Um, the way that you unlock different paths, the different behaviors for the Pokemon as you level up a stage. They explain it as, like, oh, the Pokemon are getting used to you being around. Um, so they'll, like, come up and, like, wave to you and stuff. It's just really good, and it has full voice acting, and uh, obviously... Oh, it does? I mean, it's not, like, full, full voice acting. Like, there are some where it's like, oh, we... You can do this now that isn't voiced. But there are, like, cutscenes. The opening cutscene is voiced. Um, The guy from the N64 one, Todd, that protagonist, he's back, fully voiced. Um, Todd. What a fuckboy name to give a protagonist. Yeah. But uh, very on par with Pokemon. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, it's just it's really good. 
and I want Bandai Namco to make every Pokemon game from now to the end of time because this and Pokemon Tournament are amazing. It, it's got me very excited to see how Game Freak does Legends. Oh, they're sweating. They have to be. Yeah, because I, I swear if Legends mis like underperforms, they're done. Well, not the thing is, I don't think they're done. Because all they have to do is just say, here's the next-gen Pokemon game that we spent like a week on. Yeah. And people will buy it like it's like it's nothing. So like they, they're pretty much guaranteed moneymakers, which sucks. Mm -hmm. I want some innovation. But, but like... I think Nintendo themselves have such an eye for quality, and there's no way they didn't see the people talking about Sword and Shield. The problem, though, is that they have such an eye for quality, but this isn't this Pokemon is not their IP. It is a shared thing between Game Freak, Nintendo, and the Pokemon Company. That's true. So it is like, a it is a triple threat of sure Nintendo can say whatever they want, but then the Pokemon Company can go fine, we'll leave. Because could you imagine if Pokemon all of a sudden is now a multiple, like, generation, like, console-spanning game? I don't think that's possible. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm speaking out of my ass in this part. But, like, it, it is a thing where, like, it is three people who own one IP. But, I mean, even if that was the case, you put Pokemon Sword and Shield on a PS5, people are going to fucking riot in the streets. Fair, yeah. Because of how shitty it looks. Yeah, so I guess their really only shot is the Switch. So, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I... I want Pokemon to do better. Like, I really hope Legends is like the game. Me too. Like, I'm. I know I shouldn't have this mindset, but I'm like, oh, it looks like Colosseum and Gale of Darkness, and it's just like I know it's not gonna be that in my heart of hearts. So. So that's what I wanted. I wanted a remake of Colosseum. That's my. That's sick. like my favorite Pokemon. Give game. that to Bandai Namco. Let them do oh, the remake. Jesus, dude. That'd be so sick. Can you Call imagine if they had done the Diamond and Pearl remakes? They'd just be like these big ass open world, mm -hmm. somehow action RPG games now. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I, I'd be very interested to see like an actual like action RPG Pokemon game though. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know. Could you imagine like seeing a, uh, a game where, kind of like in the vein of like Lightning Returns combat where. You have your basic attack, which for most people just be like tackle or scratch. Mm -hmm. you, like you hold down the triggers, and like now all the face buttons become like four different moves. That would be cool. Like you could move around, like get very similar, like a, a Nart, an Ultimate Ninja Storm. So yeah, get Bandai Namco to do it. You could do like Ultimate Ninja Storm style combat with Pokemon. You'd have to severely limit the amount of Pokemon in the game, sure. Mm -hmm. But like, I'd, I'd take that. I think it would be cool to see. Uh Pokemon Warriors type of game. Actually, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Warriors games because mm -hmm. it is the most repetitive game that I've ever played. Yeah. But when I start those games, I like it. I have a hard time finishing them, though. But, like, we have a couple of different wars in Pokemon lore that they could just go back and cover that way, I guess. So they could limit it to regions and cut it down a bit. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the idea. Like, for me, if you do side games, you're going to have to now cut Pokemon Game down anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we're ever going to have a game that has all 1,000 Pokemon in it. And there are different variations. Unless you want to pay 90 extra dollars yeah. for an expansion pass. But yeah, I don't think we're ever going to have all of the Pokemon mm -hmm. in a game anymore. And it's, I think, really apparent with the side games now being what they are. Like, 
Legends is only going to have Sinnoh Pokemon. And then the three starters you have, maybe. Like, I do not think they're going to have, like, a huge roster. Because all the animation, all the new stuff, like, they're absolutely not doing that. Yeah, I, my thing is, like, when I originally played these games, it was red and blue. So, like, the only Pokemon that I know to exist in Kanto for real are the original 151. So, like, you know, if they remade that today and added in, like, oh, here's every Pokemon. It's like, okay, so these things got here. Every species of animal in the world is now here <laughs> within the last 20 years. And obviously, like, we mostly talk about, like, you have your national decks, mm -hmm. which is the, like, the huge one. But your basic region decks is the is these are the Pokemon that live here. Yeah. And then if you're you know you take animals into captivity and bring them to regions they're not supposed to be, that's on you. Yeah. But uh, no, like I, I'm not expecting like I never expect them to ever like. I don't think I've I've done a national deck since Platinum. I've never done one. Like Platinum was the only one I did it on, and then every game after that I played the game, beat the Elite Four, and dropped it. Mm -hmm. It was like cool. And then moved on to the next game. Because Pokemon to me is that like really chill. I don't have to do much. Yeah. Like it is the side game when I'm like when I'm playing like Red Dead or Mortal Kombat or uh, Final Fantasy. Pokemon is the side thing. When I get when I get raged at those games, I just go play some Pokemon. Cause it's I know Pokemon. It's easy. It's I'm fun. I'm good. That's why it works so well as like a handheld game. But now you know the Switch and everything. It's like okay, it doesn't have to be handheld. I think that, and I think that's why I'm excited for Legends. I want the I want the newer updated Switch to come out before then. Yeah. Because, like Breath of the Wild, is such a great game, but even that game chugs sometimes on the base Switch. So I can only imagine what Legends is gonna look like on the on the Switch Lite. Yeah, that's not gonna work well. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hyrule Hyrule Warriors uh, Age of Calamity chugs. Granted, so does Hyrule Warriors Legends. Mm -hmm. Like, God forbid you try to play those games and you're going to get, like, frame rate drops up the ass. Yeah. But, uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Snap and then, um, you know, just trying to get that Raven skin still in Fortnite. Uh, which we have to talk about a little bit in the news section. I have a bit to bring up about Fortnite. So, uh, okay. how about you? What have you been playing? Uh, since we last spoke, it's pretty much been Fortnite and Mortal Kombat, but in, like, recent has been just Mortal Kombat. I, so I watched the movie when it came out, which we'll, we'll probably do a, a podcast on. We have plans for that. Uh, we'll see if that comes into play. But, uh, decent movie. Like, it's not good, but, like, it's, it's pretty much what you expect from a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, I don't think that, I don't think you're ever going to get a great Mortal Kombat movie. Right. But what we were given, I enjoyed it. Kano's great. I think, you know, the characters are fine. They, they, they really, you know, they better bring Melina back is all I'm saying. Because mm -hmm. we got her, we got her row of, rows of teeth at the very last frame of the movie. And then they kill her. And I'm like, I'm going to need that whole jaw from the next movie alright can't, you can't disrespect my girl like that mm -hmm. although she was great I liked you know the way she like flipped around did the size like that was like okay cool they're actually doing Melina this is sick they did that a lot Cabal's moveset was sick he's like speeding around this purple like glow mm -hmm. it's awesome but uh yeah so because of that movie I, I had this itch to play Mortal Kombat again 
And uh, I have a very love-hate relationship with the with the lore of the series. Because Mortal Kombat is a series where they are not afraid to kill people off. And that stems from the fact that they are also not afraid to bring them back under stupid circumstances. Right. So, like, you'll, you'll be, like, going, Oh, this character, like, died in this game. But, well, they're a fan favorite, so we have to bring them back for the next one. Yeah. Um... It's why, like, no matter what, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, if they die in one game, they will be back in the next. Of course. Um, you know, we all thought Melina was dead until people cried on Twitter, and now she's back in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, it's they're, they're never going to die. Like, your favorite Mortal Kombat character will be back in some form or fashion at some point. But it's, like, the story modes are very interesting. Because, like, you start, like, it's... Mortal Kombat is, is like, torture porn but like less tortury because they do a good job of telling stories but they will kill off characters really brutally and then they'll make like they'll go oh man I actually like the character this, this kind of sucks and then the next game it's like wait why are they back and you're like oh they explain away like well, well Quan Chi's revenants were healed after they did and I'm like okay sure whatever now I can play a Sub-Zero again in the story mode but like Especially the way they treat some of the characters. So, like, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, retcons some things, mainly Sindel. So, in, in the original Mortal Kombat, she's apparently supposed to be a more loving, kind of nurturing mother, uh, but she was under the spell of Quan Chi and Shang Tsung and Kotal Kahn and all this other stuff. She's evil. In Mortal Kombat 11, they straight up just go, no, that wasn't an act. She's just a bitch. And they make her this, like, evil... Pretty much, she's evil MILF in that game. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, part of, part of me is, like, low-key upset, because I'm like, I kind of wanted to see the, like, loving mother interactions with Katana and be like, oh, they're finally reunited. And no, she's like, you di- you disappoint me, daughter. <laughs> like, I killed Jared. I was the one who did all this. And you're like, the fuck? Where did this come from? But they And they do that a lot. Like, Mortal Kombat 9 onward was pretty much the... The, their way of going we can kind of do new things and change some characters up and yeah they do I mean some of these characters I think are sick but I don't know anything about the lore it's stupid like yeah. it, it's a, like you've seen the original movie it's about as convoluted as that right but it starts to get like it's it's so weird because you go from here's the here's the three Mortal Kombat tournaments and Shao Kahn almost you know breaks through and does this oh but then we gotta go to Mortal Kombat 4 which has the worst cutscenes of all time I wanna, sh- I wanna show you those they make me laugh okay um and then you go to like things like Shaolin Monks and Sub-Zero's like whatever and then you get like Mortal Kombat uh Deadly Alliance which is Shang Tsung and Quan Chi teamed up and called themselves the Deadly Alliance which sounds like these two dorks who got together and made a band. And Sounds like these two dumbasses that got together and made a podcast and called themselves SideQuest. Yeah, we're fucking losers. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they called themselves the Deadly Alliance and like everybody treated it like it was so serious. Like, we must stop the Deadly Alliance. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then deception happens and they bring like this weird god dragon back called Onaga or whatever. And it's like... The Deadly Alliance now teams up with Raiden to try and stop him, but Raiden goes no, and then kills them all. But the dragon survives, and then you okay. get and then you get to Armageddon, which is Shao Kahn come back, 
and he causes the end of the world and it's it's literally the this the, like the end game of that universe where everyone is here every character from every combat game is now here and they're all fighting because it's the final one and then mortal kombat 9 comes out and says all right reboot the lore is funny. I would recommend like finding like one of those like videos that explains it. Cause it's about as fucked as Resident Evil lore. Jesus. Like, and yeah, Resident Evil lore is that is the funniest thing. Like Wesker. Yeah. Like in the first game, the cast literally laughs at him because his plan is stupid. But then all of a sudden in the other games, he's like, "No, but I was really a super genius." And now, and it's like, "Fuck off." He was some crazy, stupid-ass villain who wanted to do something and got his ass beat. Yeah. But then somebody at Capcom went, we can make a series. We need to make it complex and original. And we... And, no, fuck off. Like, Code... <coughs> I think my favorite is Code Veronica, where it's, it's, uh, I need to find my brother. And then she goes to this island to find her brother. And she goes, oh, you know what? I'm, oh man, I need help. I'm going to, I'm going to email Leon and to tell Chris where I am. And I'm like, wait, what? That's one more reason they need to remake Code Veronica more than any other game in the series. Like that one line where like, wait, you could have just done that before. Yeah. Like, why didn't you do that? You just text him and she goes, no, I need to email Leon and he'll tell Chris. And I'm like, just email what Chris. the fuck? He's your brother. That's like, yeah, like I want, I want them, like, I like the way the remakes are going because they're actually making like three, I guess less so like I, three has like a weird problem with some people where it kind of lessened a lot of mm, three's original story. But playing the Resident Evil 1, it, like, Origins and Zero you can play and they're still fine. Well, 1 is fine, Zero is whatever. Yeah. 2 and 3's remakes are actually really solid in keeping a consistent theme and, and tone. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited to see how they remake 4. And if that's going to be the same, like, consistent tone of 2, 3, and now 4. I really just don't want them to remake it at all. Like, that, I feel I feel like that one you have to put the words remake in it. Because yeah. if you just say Resident Evil 4, a lot of people are going to be like, it's not my Resident Evil 4. I mean, I'm going to be like that either way. But uh, I'm I'm really hoping that this VR version is as far as they go with it. Yeah, no, they apparently have a full From the Ground Up remake planned. That's, I think, coming out next year? No. I don't know. It was in that Capcom leak. Um, but yeah, no, I mean... Because that's the thing with Resident Evil 2 and 3 are in this kind of have the same tone as 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. So they're they're trying to now like kind of bring it all back to horror, which is what I appreciate. Well, Cause, like my because look, as long as we can stay as far away from 6, well, yeah, cool. fuck 6. Like fi- but... 5 is stupid action, but it's like fun. Like it's a co op game, so you're you can you let it slide. Mm-hmm. 4 was like I think the best blend of it's action, kind of, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of horror esque. So I want to know, like, because that's my thing. I feel like if you make four in the tone of two and three and seven and eight, it kind of loses what makes it really fun. I've played the demos, all the available demos for eight so far. That is the four remake that's scary, spooky. I just, like, the village demo, if you played through that, you'd be like, oh, this is just Resident Evil 4. Just now in first person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I just think Capcom feels that they're on a roll. Yeah. 
Because, and the, the thing that gives me a little hope is that they at least have an idea of, like, they're letting somebody who likes Resident Evil control Resident Evil again. Yeah. Sure, they're coming in and saying you have to put in Resistance and RE-verse and do all these weird multiplayer things. Mm-hmm. But they're pretty much going, hey, that's that's there. You can do whatever you want. And it's like, okay, cool. So we get games like Resident Evil 2 being as great as it is. Resident Evil 3, I think, was still fun. Yeah. You know, I'm I am st- I'm going to play Resident Evil 4's remake when it comes out. But it's the idea of just like, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Because I, I finally played through all the Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. And 4, I think, was the one that I liked. The- like, 4 and 2 are the ones I liked the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have yet to play 6, and I refuse to at this point. It's not worth it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know for story reasons, like some characters meet and do all, and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. But yeah. I, I do not want to play it. Just watch. It, even watching the cutscenes on YouTube is gonna suck. Oh, really? They're all so fucking dumb. Okay. But like, you know, I need to start watching the the, the animated movies because I I want to know where they take place so I can actually watch them. They're really good. They um, they're like split in between certain games um but like really really solid they do the characters justice yeah i'll have to check this out because i i i did i didn't end up finishing all the all the movies mm-hmm. like i bought that blu-ray collection and immediately took it back to my case and said here <laughs> and so i watched the first two and was like i'm done yeah like jill valentine in the second movie is the funniest because she goes home and changes out of whatever she was wearing before to put on her little t- blue tube top, <laughs> short skirt, and boots, yep. so she can look like Jill Valentine. And that's the one with the uh, the zombies with the boobs on the street, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. Decisions were made. Not good ones. Definitely not good ones. Uh. Uh, so I guess, yeah, that's all I've been doing is Mortal Kombat. So fun, fun game series. I love it. Uh, I can't wait for the next NetherRealm fighting game. I hope to God it's that Marvel one. Yeah, me and too. And if it and if, if it's a Civil War game, sick. If it's a Marvel versus DC game, hell yeah, even better. And then you know, of course, there will be comic tie-ins. The thing about the Marvel versus DC thing is, I wonder if the it. DC and Marvel better shut their mouths and let Netherrealm do what they do. Yeah. Because if you get Marvel coming in, well, but this character can't lose because it's like, no, just shut the fuck up. Let yeah. us let us make a game. Captain America has to beat Superman because of our image. Yeah, like I just want them to make a game and and be believable about it. So like, yeah. set set power boundaries and have characters lose and whatever, and then just you know make it a really cool story where like, and you know what, screw it, have it be them versus each other, not a like, well. Maybe we might do no. Have them fight. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not a rated M fatality gory fest, but like you know what? If the character dies, they die. I just want to see Spider-Man and Nightwing be bros. Oh, that'd be so cool, right? I yeah, Dick Grayson and Peter Parker would absolutely be friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so good. Uh, anyway, I guess on to the news. Uh, this is slightly video game related, but Witcher Two season or Witcher season two. Yes, uh, is finished filming and it is going to come out. Very uh, excited for that. Castlevania season four. That's a thing. It is coming out soon. Ooh. The trailer came out recently. I have not seen it yet, but I'm so excited. That is, I have the Blu-rays for the first three seasons. I think I'll maintain that that is the best video game video game screen adaptation. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing. Like, the Devil May Cry anime mm-hmm. is also really good, dude. I'm so mad. It was it was at McKay's. 
off topic, but they had the Bayonetta anime. I've been wanting to see that and one. And I'm so mad I didn't buy it. I was like, fuck. And because and the only reason is because it was a DVD. Yeah. And I know there's a Blu-ray out there, but I was like, fuck, I should have just bought it anyway. So I'm, I'm going to go to McKay's sometime soon and just go back and try and find it. Because, like, god dang it, I should have bought it. Like, I should not have hesitated. Yeah, that, uh, that was a bad choice. But, um... Yeah, the Devil May Cry anime is pretty solid. It, you know, if you like Devil May Cry, at least. Yeah. Um, I think the well, Witcher is based on a book series, but still. I mean, they they are, but they also threw things in there from the games yeah. because they knew that before the show that was the most popular medium for them. Uh, there's going to be a cyberpunk anime called Edge Runner, which I forget who the animation studio is, but it was actually oh Studio Trigger. So actually a solid animation studio. So okay. I'm, I'm excited to see that. That comes out next. Uh, I want to know, was it 2021 or 2022? It, some, whatever, it's coming out. No matter what year it comes out, and it'll be before the Evangelion movie. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of agree with you, though. Castlevania, such a solid show. While we're on the topic of things being adapted to things... Um, I went to theaters with my buddy Scott and saw the Demon Slayer movie. I saw it too. Dude. Great. Best anime, at, well, not anime movie, but like anime tie-in movie I've ever seen. I think what makes it better is that the people behind Demon Slayer decided not to be greedy and said instead of making this a long, uninteresting arc, it's like, fuck it, we're on a train. It's short. To the point, here you go. And it's an actual part of the original story. Yeah. So, like, it's it's straight up just the sequel to where the show's at now. So if you have the Blu-rays for the show, this is next. Yeah. And I'm going to get it. It's going to sit right next to Demon Slayer Part 1 and 2. Mugen Train's going to sit there. And get the, uh, Demon Slayer's actually solid. Like, it's such a good anime. But yes, I think it is a bit overhyped to some extent. But the art style is so good in that, in that show. Um, it, you like the characters, and then yeah, watching Moon Train. God, dude, it's so good. Like, you know, I'm just like, man, I cannot wait. And they, and the manga is, has a definitive end. So like, the, yeah. the people are going to animate what they animate, and they're done. So this is gonna have a definitive end. Unlike most anime, where I'm like, bro, oh, how many filler seasons do I have to get through? And you know, is this gonna be, you know, this? They did a good job. Yeah, they they really did. Did you see the uh, the dub Dub was really good, which I I'm gonna say this. I think Dub is getting a lot better because a lot of newer actors are coming in, and I think what's funny is a lot of these actors are also video game voice actors. Yeah. So they they kind of get the idea of I know how to do a range of things. Like Futaba in Persona Five is also Cassie Cage's voice actor in Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. while also being uh, what was that? I think she was recently. Uh, it, it's gonna bug me because like it was such an interesting like I was like what the fuck um, obviously Troy Baker is a phenomenal voice actor going from people like Joel to Kanji mm-hmm. is so cool Nolan North obviously Laura Bailey like these are all really great actors and so when you we're getting that new age of those people yeah and I think it's sick because yeah like Max Middleman uh, I, I can't remember his name but the guy who played Prompto and uh and a catchy in Persona. 
him. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't think of his name. But like, they're these are the new guys. That like, oh, I say new guys, but like, they're the ones who are becoming more prominent. Right. Erica Lindbeck, obviously, you and me simp for her way too much. Yeah, we we <laughs> send her uh, Instagram and Twitter posts back and forth between each other every week. Yeah, no, it's it literally turns into just like, yo, dude, check this out. <laughs> It's, it's just us two being thirsty as hell. That would be a great podcast guest. It, it'd be really awkward because it'd just be us going, Hi, did you see my underwear? <laughs> did you want to? No, I'd, I'd love to have any like any of those voice actors on, but yeah, no, the voice acting game is solid, and Demon Slayer especially. Yeah. Solid English cast. Demon Slayer, and then My Hero, I've seen the dub and the sub for most episodes. And there are things that the dub adds in that aren't in the sub that make it way more hype. So, there's a lot of good direction in these things, too. I, yeah, I, I think... Like, if you would ask me, like, years ago, I would tell you sub is better, but I still prefer dub. Just, I'm ADD, I can't pay attention that long. Mm-hmm. But now, I have an excuse to go, yo, the dub might be better. Like, yeah. there are anime where straight up you can go, no, the dub is better. And... Or, or at least there's an argument there. Yeah. And I, I'm super excited that that's a thing, because it just shows that anime is being taken more seriously. Because beforehand, the dubs were very much like, hey, we'll pay 20 bucks, do a couple lines, and that's it. Now it's like these people have legitimate jobs and careers doing this. And I think we're about to see a big spike in that, too, thanks to Mugen Train. Yeah because of uh, it's killing in the box office in our box office it definitely is it's not quite where it was in japan yet but in japan it was the highest grossing movie of all time do you know how insane that is yeah like the fact that mugen train beat out the likes of like avengers endgame mm-hmm. or avatar or like the things that or any of the harry potter movies the mcu but even on just like an anime scale like all the ghibli movies all every ghibli, dragon ball movie that's hit theaters any naruto movie any one piece like bleach all these movies that get theatrical runs demon slayer went half yeah, fuck you <laughs> like i think beforehand wasn't that my hero wasn't it two heroes did really well or was it heroes rising did really well in theaters they both did really well here um i don't think well, I don't think the first one beat Broly. I think the second one was like neck and neck with Broly because for a while. Bro- Broly was like the biggest one, right? Yeah, Broly, Broly broke records over here for anime movies. Um, I'm not sure how it did in Japan though, but yeah. either way, big bucks in it. I'm I'm really excited because this is gonna I think give a polish to like we're now at the point where anime is becoming looked at more as a viable like entertainment source but it's not yet there where it's gonna get exploited yeah like we're in that we're, we're starting in that sweet spot where we're just gonna get quality then at some point something's gonna happen and now all these big executives are gonna go oh money you yeah. know have you seen a it's that anime on netflix called yosuke or whatever it's that like uh, the samurai show with like the the black main character no i've uh i've seen the title card for it and i've been meaning to start it but right now i'm rewatching ozark and i'm just trying to get through that but i do plan to watch it eventually i want to have heard really good things about it so it's like yesterday it was like number five on their whole trending thing i'm really i'm actually excited to see that just because yeah i'm just give me more cool samurai anime yeah but also like i'm trying to think was this because there i saw an article where it was like there was this a black owned anime anime studio Mm -hmm. and the whole point was they wanted to make anime with more people of color 
Yeah. And I, I don't know if this is theirs, but even if it's not, I mean, yeah, sweet. We're getting more of that. If it's not the same studio, I know they already have one on Netflix that was really well animated. I can't remember the name of it. It's like the Neo Yokio anime or no? I don't think so. That's that, that's that anime with the pink haired dude with, where Jaden Smith's the main character. Let me look it up. <clears throat> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's. Anime is getting really big right now. I mean, good. Like, the fact that we're getting another Bleach season this year. Yeah, that's insane. I'm super excited for that. They better get all the people back. Because I, wa- I want to hear Johnny Young Bosch. I think Johnny Young Bosch would hop on that shit like no tomorrow. That man, like, loves what he does. Like, he still highlights the fact that he was the Black Ranger before. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. Like, he's always at conventions. He's always willing. I, he's such a cool dude. Yeah, if I could just have him narrate my whole life, that'd be perfect. I want him to play me in my in a movie about my life. <laughs> I, I want I want the Johnny Young Bosch yells. <laughs> no, mom, I don't want crust. <laughs> no, um, I can't. Yeah, find it. yeah, well, yeah, anime anime is getting big, and I'm I'm excited for like the next few years of it because that's I think that could be that sweet spot, like the golden years mm-hmm. of high quality like really good like i i would not be surprised if because of this you're gonna see big names all of a sudden star in anime like there's gonna be like an hbo max or netflix anime where they get a big name star like michael b jordan is gonna do an anime he already has has well technically the rooster teeth thing but you know i don't count that because that's from rooster teeth and they're kind of dicks now I think Sam um, Jackson needs to dip his toes into anime dude, voice acting again. Do Afro Samurai reboot. Let's go. That would be so sick. Make it an actual series this time. Dude, I'd be so I'd be so down with that. Um also, it's one of my favorite shows just because of how like edgy and stuff it was back in the day, but the boondocks. Oh, I love that's getting rebooted. Oh dude, please be good. I'm hoping it is. Like, I love the boondocks. That is one of my favorite shows I've seen. Just cause, yeah, it's the anime style, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I love. Huh, see, you look more like Chris Handsome. <laughs> see, I called you Chris Handsome. <laughs> I love, dude. I like you, and I want you. <laughs> Such a good that show, show. Is so quotable. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man! All right. Uh, anything else in the news? Uh, uh, I had a little bit of Fortnite news that has recently become public. There was a fallen through deal with um, Apple Music where it was a thing with Fortnite where it's like if you paid for Fortnite Crew, I think it was, you would get Apple Music and something else for free. But they actually had three skins planned for it. Um, and one of them interests me. The other two I don't even remember. But um, Ariana Grande would have been in Fortnite with a... With her, like, bunny helmet thing? Well, the one skin that they actually modeled was... I, I'm sure the bunny hood would have been a uh, an alternate style. But this one was her with the ponytail, like the high ponytail. And it would get longer as you got more kills. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I would have paid for that. But another thing that it made me think of was, wow, Ariana Grande would have been the first Final Fantasy character in Fortnite. <laughs> I hate the 
that I was gonna say because like oh this will be the second video game she's done because like yeah Final Fantasy mm-hmm. yeah she'd be the first Final Fantasy character in Fortnite that's yeah they also released a plan uh, Epic Games did I don't know if they released it or if it was a leak but it was um, a thing where they had images of Master Chief Kratos and Samus Aran all planned for 2021 and people are thinking oh well, we got Master Chief and Kratos is Nintendo going to allow them to do Samus if it's going to be playable on other consoles which slim chance but I think it would be cool <laughs> yeah I mean that'd actually be really cool I'd love to see more video game characters like if they do like a tie in with like Resident Evil yeah get, like Leon in there you know, I, I've said this before, I will drop however much cash they make me if they put Dante or Nero in the game. They are officially doing a Resident Evil pack for uh, Dead by Daylight now. Yeah, I did see that, so that's cool. That'll be cool. It'll be nice to see them running around alongside Pyramid Head and shit. Yeah, actually, just seeing like seeing horror icons mm-hmm. next to like the video game equivalents of horror icons is actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um... I think I mentioned it last week, but yeah, Battlefield seems to be like pretty much co- all it confirmed for a new game. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other news I've seen because you know it's been kind of slow. You know, I think everybody's kind of saving stuff for E3. Yeah, it's that time of year. Uh, Discord partnered with PlayStation. So That's that interesting. Cool. Uh, the, the goal, I think, is to actually put Discord onto PlayStation. It wasn't a buyout, but there's like a partnership. So if it goes well, I could see them doing it for Microsoft, too. I love if Nintendo would do that. But Doubt too. too stupid to figure out how to work a computer. Yeah. At least on a higher level. Well, at least on an internet level. Because they're really good at it when it comes to modeling and making games. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the whole Marvel vs. DC Ed Boon tweet was... A, too. Oh, there's really not much, honestly. Just kind of been pretty slow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll do a quick, quick search on Reddit and see where what I get. But anything else you kind of want to add, real quick? Nah. I'm probably gonna buy a printer for Pokemon Snap. Um. Take anything I say in the next like few minutes as a grain of salt. These are leaks as well as rumors and stuff. So, but uh, um, I uh, sledgehammers do. Oh, that's actually that's another thing. Toys for Bob is fucked. Yeah, that's annoying. That. Yeah, so Rip, Crash, and Spyro. Again. Toys for Bob is now officially Call of Duty devs for Warzone. Great. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. Like, the Insane Trilogy made a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. I think Crash 4 was a success. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is great. Spyro. And you said, nah. Yeah. Put him in that Call of Duty grind. That sucks. There needs to be... Someone, someone needs to just buy those IPs from them because they're not they're not gonna do anything with them. Yeah, like 
there are so many other studios. Right now, the biggest thing that's fresh on my mind is just let Bandai Namco do everything after I've seen what they're doing with Pokemon. Well, they've, like, they've always been pretty, like, their games, I don't think there's been, like, many bad Bandai Namco games in recent years. Yeah. Like, most of them may have been just, like, kind of underwhelming, but, like, none of them have been outright just unplayably bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'd say let them do whatever, but, man, I, I'm i going to be real. Just give Crash to Sony. Give it back to Sony, honestly. But, I mean, you give it back to Sony, and we'll never see Crash again anyway, because, oh, uh, you can't make God of War with Crash. Well, yeah, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> just give them both to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just let Nintendo have them, and they'll be fine, because somebody will make them really well. Mm-hmm. That sucks, dude. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, yeah, I, th- I was, like, really hoping Toys for Bob would, would do, you know. That, to me, was, like, the last bastion of, like, Activision stuff that wasn't completely corrupted. And now it's just, like, all shut down in the span of, like, a day. Um, here's another rumor or leak. A Walmart has been working on an unannounced game streaming service. Okay. So, yeah, great. <laughs> another one. Um, yeah, the Coalition's working on helping with Halo. That's good. They just need to drop Xbox One support so bad. Honestly, yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, the Xbox Gold is now rolled into the base game pass. Okay. So that's good. That is good. Uh, yeah, that's about it, honestly. There's not much rumor wise that, like, pertains to us, really. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to leave it at that, I guess. Um, what do you want to talk about? Because, yeah, we, we just kind of we just kind of pressed record and just said, screw it, we'll wing it. So Yeah, we didn't have much to talk about today. Yeah, honestly. Um, we probably could have just skipped a week, but we're both like, nah. Yeah. Uh, I did go to GameStop on Sunday. Um, I picked up R-Type Final 2, which uh, R-Type Final was supposed to be the end of the series. That's why it's called R-Type Final. Um, but this one seems pretty solid so far. Uh, and then the other thing that I got was the Crypt of the Necrodancer Collector's Edition, which is very solid. Um, it comes with a slip cover with some really nice art on it. All the art for this game is really good. Uh, but it came with a standard Switch case and a steelbook for the soundtrack. Um, it's really dope. The steelbook art is fucking awesome. One of my favorites that I've ever gotten. Uh, inside of that, they came with a enamel pin, the soundtrack for even the DLC, which is its own little CD. Looks like a GameCube game. Sick. Yeah, I almost wanted to put it in there and see what would happen. But, um... That's pretty dope. And then just having a cartridge for that game is great. Because I have Cadence of Hyrule. And, like, having one game out of a series be physical is just very cringy to me. I know how that feels. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, we didn't get to talk about it much with last week, so we can probably talk about Nier this week. A bit more. Because since Joey didn't play it, or played the other one. Which one? Automata. Well, he didn't play Automata, and he's definitely oh, playing Replicant. Yeah, Nier. Uh, yeah, how do you like Nier? Replicant. I haven't gotten super far. Um, like I said, most of my attention's been in Pokemon Snap. But, like, it's so good. Like, 
I I never played the original Replicant, obviously, because we mm. didn't have it. But uh, it's it feels like it was made after Automata. Yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting. Is that like in some instances it feels better than Automata, which is really weird to me. Yeah, it's like Automata was next, and I love Automata. Um, just the the fun relationship. I say fun, but that game is depressing. But you know, yeah, two uh, B and a nine S. Like mm-hmm. that, I love those two together, especially which the the actual good route for them. I was like, good, I like this. Yeah, uh, was it a two? A two is the other one, right? Yes, she's cool. But she's like, my favorite, actually. Well, like she's cool, but like I don't know. Like I think just because I started the game with two B and nine S, mm-hmm. that like they, I just like they, they them, and you stay right there. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's 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 really good. That game is phenomenal. I really want to know because you see them in the first actual town that you're in, but what the hell is up with Devola and Popola? Because they are in Automata in some form. Also, I just love going to that town and going, okay, you're the only named NPCs. What's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I I got to the point. So I haven't been playing it much because I just got back in Mortal Kombat. But I got to the point where you're now fishing for thing like i've met i've met underwear lady um yeah. which jesus christ somehow even skimpier than well okay 2B. here's my thing and i'm gonna bring this back to mortal kombat 9's character design um so in mortal kombat 9 all of the women in that game are in the like stripper clothes mm-hmm. like sonia looks like the sexy halloween costume of a drill sergeant right and so right. in in that game it's really hard to take some of these women seriously because the game wants you to treat them seriously while also making them look like a sex object. Right. Same with the dudes. Like, every dude, if you're not a ninja, every guy is shirtless and buff. Like, I'm talking broad shoulders, eight packs. Like, it's just like, Jesus Christ, Netherrealm. Mm-hmm. Y'all had some thirsty people on your staff. <laughs> and so, you know, it was that. And, you know, over the time, Mortal Kombat X and Eleven toned all of that down. Johnny's still like now Johnny and Liu Kang are like the only ones who go shirtless right. and then dude so it kind of makes it like okay cool this Johnny's is because he's a douche and Liu Kang just because martial arts yeah and now he's going for that old like Bruce Lee-esque look. yeah so now when 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 a girl in the squad looks like a stripper it now is the one of them and there's a reason behind it where mm-hmm. versus all of them also Sonya Blade I'm sorry like I you cannot make me look at that and go, yeah, I'll take that seriously. She was definitely in the military. Yeah. Um, but the difference there is that it very much, they were like, they didn't just come out and say we made sexy characters because they're sexy. Mm-hmm. They were like, we're going to make a really nice story, but we want to see sexy characters. Yoko Taro gets a pass because when asked why characters look that, he goes, because I think it's hot. Yeah. And he just, that's it. His response to that is, I think it's hot. Some people like when people ask like why is 2B like you know you know short skirt because I think it's really hot and people are like okay yeah. so like he gets a pass because like it's just I don't know he he's very upfront with look I, it's my game I want to see the girls in these outfits so I make I put them in the outfits whereas like you go to Mortal Kombat and they're like well no we just we really want you to like you know take these characters seriously and you know they're like they're real people and I'm like yeah sure okay Sonya with her bimbo titties hanging out her bulletproof vest sure. No, but I, I love I love the near games. Even even with that stuff like Kai Kaine or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look at her and you're and I'm just like, okay. Yeah, like 
like like it's oh jesus barely anything is covering anything on her but as to be at least had like the skirt and the corset and everything which the skirt can come off yeah to reveal the g-stringiest g-string the g-stringiest g-string and then a dump truck yeah of an ass and i'm just like don't ever change yoko this is a little bit off topic but do you remember when that game was coming out and there was controversy so they had to remove the asshole that they modern modeled underneath the g-string to make yes <laughs> apparently it's still in the game files so if you have the game on pc you can model it back in <laughs> jesus oh man i don't I, internet's fucking great the one thing that i don't like about near so far and this goes for automata 2 is like you definitely want to make the guys look cool but he keeps putting them in shorts. <laughs> well, okay, apparently that's because he's young, a young boy. So young boys apparently have to wear shorts. Right. Apparently he grows older and he gets the cool outfit on the front of the cover. Okay. That's so good. that's plus for that. Because I really like the outfit in the beginning with like the um Just the, the hoodie. parka and the, yeah. the jeans and everything or whatever. Well, I'm still very interested in what that means. Cause yeah, because like, I have no fucking clue. They yeah. never talk about it, explain it. Just here's the intro. We're in modern day, destroyed, whatever, and now fantasy. I'm like, what? I think what it's gonna be I, is. I mean, this obviously takes place like years and years and years and years in the future. Yeah. Uh, just like you know, everything kind of regressed back because when you go out of the first town, you see that train track kind of thing. Yeah. That like is so rusted and overgrown, where you're like, okay. And then when you go into like some of these, like that, like that special tower you first go into mm-hmm. you walk in there and you're like oh, that's a bathroom yeah that's a yeah it's like it was like a hotel or something and you're like okay i get it i think my theory right now is that it's some kind of like legend of zelda um like reincarnation curse because they had the books but we'll see i'm very interested because you know, now we have the books again because mm-hmm. like yeah they said like he was like don't touch the book don't do this and you you get the book in the prologue you can do all these cool moves and I love, I, at first I was like, is this how this game's going to go? Because, like, how fast you leveled up in that prologue. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, something's wrong. Yeah, and and then you go back, and you're now this little boy in shorts going like, all right, my sister. Oh, I got to go work for Popola. Yeah. So, I, I'm i just very excited to see how it leads into Nier Automata. Because I think aren't these two sequels to each other, like, Replicate Ghost and uh, Automata? Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I know Nier is also part of Drakengard in, in, in a sense. Well, Nier, I think, is considered a spinoff of Drakengard. But I think it's just because of a meal. But I'm not sure. Okay. Um, no, I'm I'm very excited, though, because I, I loved Automata. Yeah. So I'm very excited to, to see where Replicant falls in line with this and if I can make sense. Because, yeah, Automata, like, going from the Nier Replicant, which is... A fantasy thing to automata which is androids yeah and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> so i'm excited to see how that that the two lead into each other but i'm very nervous to finish it because um obviously if you've played automata you know that it's like oh we gotta save the world and the humans and it's it really wrenches your heart out and makes you wonder why you're even alive <laughs> yeah no i <sighs> It's one of the things where, like, playing a near, playing Automata the first time, I got lucky as hell mm-hmm. that I got the good ending, or at least the good one, where, like, you know, 2B and 9S were just all nice, and it was fun. 
Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I looked up the other endings and I went, why, don't, why am I alive? Yeah. Like, I've had an existential crisis of just like, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, even after you, like, beat the game that first time, it starts being like, are we really that different from the robots? And then that third playthrough starts and it's the second half of the game and it's like, nothing matters. You don't matter. You came from nothing. You will go back to nothing. I'm excited to see what Yokotaroisms he he's gonna have in this game. Cause like like how like if I if I like if I fuck this thing up, is this gonna affect the ending or if yeah. I do, yeah? Cause did you hear what he apparently did for his Final Fantasy 14 raids? No. He wanted it to where if you lost the raid, it would delete your entire account. Oh my god. He want he and and people at, at people had to say, dude, sit down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he wanted he wanted the raids to legitimately end in your character dying and and it deleting your account, you have to start over. This guy needs to be on medication. <laughs> well, it's like Jesus, because like, yeah, playing Automata, like the amount of times where it's like, oh yeah, this insignificant thing can affect this, and it's like, yeah, what the hell, dude? I'm excited to see what Replicant has of that, because Replicant's really good so far. Yeah. I'm just very nervous to keep Going. yeah yeah same <laughs> i i know i've been meaning to play it but like i mean dude i would rather watch immortal combat characters get ripped in half than play <laughs> near and have my soul hurt well 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions yeah. <laughs> uh you pick anything up recently not really i mean uh it's just been you know it's just been that weird like time in games where I'm not doing anything yeah I'm going back and playing old games like it's they're not even part of my backlog but yeah playing Mortal Kombat was just I want to play it yeah like I have a backlog that I have not finished and I somehow haven't even started yet I'm like no I'm gonna go back here uh, I think the main thing I'm excited for is Mass Effect that comes out you know in a couple weeks so That's true. I think it's 10 yeah 10 days wow so I, I'm very excited for that one. I've asked off that, like, from the 14th, so the day it comes out, to the 20th. Nice. So I hopefully can get through, at the very least, 1 and 2. So I'm really excited to play through 1. I haven't played through 1 in forever, because the base game is so different from 2 and 3 mm-hmm. that it's it's harder to go back to. So I'm very excited to, to try that out, because they've made it a bit more like 2 and 3. Yeah. So this way, I can play Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 and just go through the whole series and not feel like I'm this version is gonna be the first one that I pick up and play so yeah I'm very excited for it um, oh um by the way I saw this earlier the great Ace Attorney Chronicles mm-hmm. is getting a physical release ooh and the physical release is coming to Switch for 40 bucks there you so, go so hell yeah that'll probably be my first Ace Attorney like a legit first Ace Attorney games I think it's gonna be a good place to start uh have you played Judgment yet? No, I haven't. Ah, oh, dude. I'm very excited to hear what you think about Judgment. See, like, I I know I'm going to love it, but, like, trying to figure out if I should play Snap, Replicant, or that, it's a very hard decision. I would just say, like, I would let you sit down and say, fuck it, and just put Judgment in. Because mm-hmm. it's a Yakuza game, so you're going to have a long-ass tutorial. So just get through that, and, and you'll be fine. As long as that tutorial is full of courtroom drama for three hours... I won't have to drink through it. Uh, not courtroom drama, but detective drama. They, they do that. They do that shit. Yeah, just as good. You're, you, they're gonna teach you how to be a detective and a private investigator and shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. Nice. It. I love the mystery of that game too. Like, 
Yakuza has always been this super dramatic thing, and Judgment's no different. But Judgment has an air of it being very serious, but then it has that Yakuza style of, wait, what the hell? Like, my favorite one is, you'll get caught by police, and then all of a sudden, in, like, the next frame, they're, they're super hot women cops, and they, like, stranglehold you down, and, like, like, like they stuff your character's face into their breasts to get you down. I'm just like, I'm sitting here playing the game, like, what the fuck just happened? Speaking of Sega and fighting things and Phoenix Wright, like... So, Phoenix Wright was in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah. Great character to play as. Full of fun references to the games. Wasn't well, he in Project X-Zone too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Him and Maya, I think. But, um... I picked that up recently, if I didn't tell you about that. The second one. Yeah, I think... Uh, was it in my case? Oh, yeah, we picked I that. I was there. We were, we, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm... I really wish Sega would bring back the Sonic and Sega All-Stars thing and just make a fighting game because they have the characters for it. They could, but what kind of fighter would you want? 2D side-scroller one or like a... Yeah, like a 2D... traditional fighting game? Well, Sega also produced um, that... uh, the fighting game for the fuck what's it called it was one of that weird fighting game well no that was the PS1 fight. I was gonna say that one with, with Cloud and Sephiroth and Tifa no but no that was that weird ass fighting game it was on the Vita and the PS3 and it's Virtual Fighter no that is theirs though they do own Virtual it, Fighter it is so I know they can do it but they just won't so it was fuck uh, it's for that manga company that does like Sword Art Online and Toradora and all that stuff. No, it's not J-Star. I don't know. Well, they, they made a fighting game in 2D about that, like, manga studio's characters. And it's really solid. And all the backgrounds, for some reason, aren't from those things. They're from Sega games. So it's like Kirito versus Asuna in Green Hill Zone. <laughs> and then uh, when you beat the game... Um, the the character that's like the tutorial character is like this chibi dreamcast themed girl and then you unlock two virtual fighter characters so it's it's a super weird game but it's mechanically very sound and it's in that like very pretty like pixel art i would want to see that with like kiryu sonic well as uh as the the yakuza creator says he doesn't want kiryu in a fighting game because that means kiryu would hit a woman Kiryu don't hit women. Well, then put somebody else in there from Yakuza. <laughs> you could honestly put Ichiban, because Ich Ichiban gives me that that vibe of equal rights, equal fights. <laughs> He's big dumb himbo, but he will hit you. Yeah, that would be a good one. No, I, I think I think that's so funny because like if you watch Yakuza's combat, like they make a point. I, it's the joke of Kiryu's never killed anybody, mm-hmm. but then you look at the combat and it's like. That guy's dead. That guy's like you. You shot that it's guy. It's just like how Batman's never killed anybody. Yeah, they're asleep. <laughs> They've been knocked out. Yeah, no. It like you have to look at it and go, okay, cutscene Kiryu hasn't killed anybody. Mm-hmm. Whereas combat Kiryu, combat Kiryu breaking people over his knee like Bane. Yeah, for real. He's playing that beast mode style. You're just like, God. <laughs> no, uh, I'd love to see a Sega fighting game, honestly, because I think it would just be solid. And they have such a variety of characters that, like, everybody can be unique. I just, I would love to see Shadow the Hedgehog versus Majima. <laughs> like, just the, the style of just, like, 
Like, like him going and be like, who the hell are you? And it's like, who? Like, get Mark Hamill to voice him again. Uh, that would be crazy. No, I think they got Matt Mercer to voice him. I think in, in Seven. Because, yeah, Mark Hamill voiced uh, Majima in the original PS2 Yakuza. That's crazy. So, and apparently he has, he has no recollection of that at all. <laughs> people have asked him, and he goes, what? And I'm like, yeah. No one wants to think about that game anymore. <laughs> at least the PS1 version. trying to think of another thing because yeah i mean honestly i'd like to see I, I think i mentioned it before but i honestly really like to see more fighting games through the mortal Kombat thing of like really cinematic stories because mm -hmm. like injustice is phenomenal because of that um i don't arc system really leaned into it they would make the best fighting game of all time yeah honestly um yeah i mean they have the characters and they have all these like really cool styles plus could you imagine like if arc system got like naruto or my hero and like got to do like yeah like a cool like could you imagine uh like kind of in the same vein as mortal kombat where it goes from cutscene to gameplay almost simul like fluidly that's what i loved about uh dragon ball fighters was like all the cutscenes they did with those in-game models were awesome, but they have never done that in another game. It's always yeah. like visual novels. Fight Fighters is such a great fighting game. Yeah, I actually really like that one. I need to buy that uh, that last season pass they came out with mm -hmm. because Master Roshi is like my favorite Dragon Ball character. Speaking of Master Roshi, and in kind of in that same vein, pervert characters in anime are funny. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of people really not like Mineta out of My Hero. And to an extent, yeah, he gets unbearable. But there are some moments where I'm just like, man, I'm glad he's here. He's such a dork. Yeah, like, a lot of those characters are there just to break up the tension. Yeah. And, like, there's there's also, like, a double standard on stuff like that. Well, yeah, because, like, if, if Mineta was super hot, yeah, it'd be different. Or if he was a female, like, Grell from, well quote-unquote female like Grell from Black Butler people wouldn't complain or uh what's it uh there's that redhead chick in Bleach uh who always gr gropes more human yeah. yeah for her it's funny cause ha 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 they're just uh -huh, girls she's a woman she's a woman she's Fine. a yeah and then it's like Mineta goes like come on girls come to my room and it's like we don't want him whereas if Mineta was super hot man, oh, what's up, if Mineta looked like Todoroki nobody would say shit oh yeah no it, well, dude if Mineta was like the most attractive character in the show people would think it'd be funnier but it's because he's just a little creep yeah and yeah so there is a double standard to it but you know I, I, I feel that we're getting past it because the one that gets me is Dragon Ball like the fact that Master Roshi like had I swear I'm not misremembering this but Bulma had to flash him. Yes, uh, I've read that volume of the manga so many times because it was like the first manga that I ever got in middle school, so I reread the shit out of it. Um, in the manga, it's like they're sleeping together, her and Goku, because there's like one bed, and for some reason, Goku takes her panties off in the night. I don't know why. I can't remember that part. I just remember that it happened. And then uh, later on, they like need the Dragon Ball from Master Roshi and she like never got dressed so she like flashes him and then you know nose blood explosion well and I think what makes that worse is wasn't she underage in that yeah. book yeah so like you know yeah 
some stuff needs to change, but you know, like I, I don't think Mineta's that bad in, in the grand scheme of things. Cause again, he is there to break up tension, but also he's there to kind of be like everybody in the world, in that world also treats him like shit because of it. Yeah. So like, it, it's that thing of like, okay, here. Sure, if Mineta wasn't there, I don't think really would change much. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's there, I think it, he is funny sometimes. There are yes, there are moments where I'm like, all right, yeah, come on. But then yeah, there are some moments where it's just like this is a funny joke, and I think it just needs to be said that way. Yeah, I agree. Like the come to my room, ladies thing. I thought that was legitimately funny. Yeah, well, because you saw the weird purple yeah. smoke, and it's just like <laughs> out from the door. Everybody's like, no, we're good. <laughs> Like even the dudes were like, um, I'm not, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I'm actually excited for that new My Hero movie. Did you see the trailer for that? There's a trailer for it? Yeah. Or, I saw the like, poster, but I didn't see Or like see a that. teaser, and literally it opens with a newscaster that says, uh, wanted, uh, hero Deku is wanted for mass genocide. And I'm like, <laughs> What? Man, I've got to see that. I was like, I'm sorry, he's wanted for what now? <laughs> and I'm just like, and I love the comments were like, all right, so either Deku got framed or he just finally snapped. <laughs> all those years of bullying finally caught up. Yeah, he 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 punched Bakugo so hard he exploded and it caused it a rippling effect. <laughs> no, I'm I'm excited. The My Hero movies are solid. They are. Two, I love Two Heroes. I loved Heroes Rising. So I'm excited for this next one, which I think is called Something Heroes, because they got to have heroes in the name. Yeah, but I'm glad they're going with that Three Musketeers motif. Yeah. Because that's, that's what we've been working towards all along. They just never say it. Have you caught up in the manga? I'm not. I, I'm behind in the anime now, even. God, I, I caught up in the manga, and I'm so excited for what they're doing. The only things that I know, like positively know, are that Shinso shows back up. And, like, joins the hero class and is, like, Aizawa's little pupil, which is great. I love Shinso. And then um, Deku unlocks the Black Whip quirk. So. Just where, I say the most recent, the most recent volume I read, where it ended. Point is, Uduraka is now the narrator. Oh. And. That makes me nervous. It's, I'm not nervous but very excited because the way they end the thing is and I'm not going to tell you how it got there but Deku is just standing on top of a building and just and actually pulls his hood down and goes oh it's another villain and I'm like what the fuck we doing now bro <laughs> I was so like hype I've never been more hype especially because at the rate this is going they might tie in the vigilante stories from that, that manga into the main because of where they are now. Vigilantes so like, is really solid. Vigilantes is... I'm so mad that's not getting anime. Like, I, mean, I really, know, really I know really why it's should. not, but, you know, like that... Vigilantes is great. So... I think maybe when uh, My Hero is finished and they have nothing else original to do, they'll go back and do Vigilantes. Yeah, I... I'm also good because there hasn't been that much filler in My Hero either. Yeah, there's like... In the anime, at least, there's only two episodes and they're only there to set up the movies. Yep. So... So they're really well paced. I'm I'm super glad we're getting that because as much as I love like Bleach is my favorite anime, then like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh yeah. Uh, but Bleach has like legit filler seasons because they caught up with the manga so fast they just had 
Like, the entire Bount arc is the worst. A lot of things from that era have that. Yeah, Naruto, One Piece, like... The fact there is anime that you can sit there and go, here's the watch order, and they can skip full seasons, mm-hmm. is definitely a, a sign of the, like, okay. And in Naruto, literally hundreds of episodes at a time, skipping. Well, like, the original Naruto show, you can just skip seasons 7 through 9. Yeah, it's Cause, yeah, season literally six or whatever the show. Well, like, wasn't season 6, like, yeah, the battle with Sasuke and Naruto, he left. And then mm. you just have, okay, but here's more... And then Naruto leaves for his training mission. Yeah, it's and it's uh, like or it was they, either, it was either six or seven, but you pretty much can skip the last few seasons because they go to the whole uh, like retrieval arc. They get back, um, and then it's just like okay, go on missions with these side characters for the next hundred episodes, and then he gets in the hospital again, and then it's like okay, now Jiraiya is now ready. Now I need to train. Yeah, it's it, been, it's been like ten years. Yeah, of like, missions. And then Shippuden gets even worse in some... Well, I, I will give Shippuden this. A lot of their side filler content is, let's give this character some moments. So, like, for some of them, I'm more Besides open. towards the end, at least. Well, yeah. Uh, but, like, there's moments where I'm like, all right, cool, we're, we're actually going to see Eno and, and these characters do something instead of, hey, you remember that team, right? The pineapple head guy and the blonde and the fat dude? Yeah, they're here now. Now it's like, no, let's actually give them moments and, like, you know, have them be cool. And then, like... I will I will accept some filler when it's fun. Like when you when you have a moments between really heavy arcs and you're just like let's have a fun episode. And I'm like okay, I can take that that kind of filler. Actually, there's there are things that I've forgotten about in my hero that you probably might not have seen. They made two or three filler episodes that in Japan they only came with volumes of the manga on little DVDs. And um well, one of them was made for Jump Fest, but like those are really good. It's very funny to see the My Hero like My Hero is the unlucky thing where it is it is the Naruto mm-hmm. of like this gen of anime fans because how many Naruto fans like freaked the fuck out because they wanted Sasuke and Naruto together? Yeah, yeah, and so now it's it's like that level of like people are you know like. God forbid, you, like, it, it's so funny because they very obviously there are the signs there. It's, it's Uraraka and Deku, mm-hmm. and they've set that up. And they've, but they've made a point going, they're not going to get together because they're still kids. Right. And, you know, whatever. And they're both focusing on bettering themselves before they want to do that. Yeah. So. so they've made a point where people, and then people still go, no, but Bakugo, though. And it's like, Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah. Like, all these same people who get mad at the sexualization of these characters, of the female characters, who then go and write yaoi fanfiction about Deku getting boned by Bakugo in the middle of the school. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something else. Apparently, uh, the author has written, like, has actually drawn, or the, the artist or whatever, has drawn, like, these interesting, like, pictures recently, where, like, like Toga and Odoraka are, like, in a very intimate hug. Uh, and things like that and like he's drawn the he or she or whoever writes the books I don't know but they've drawn those things as as fan service like prints or whatever or something to put there you know like the fun like like oh, chapter art type shit yeah and so and but yeah people are like taking those as like serious things speaking of which uh, I have two things I want to talk about here one of them is a little weirder but it's fine uh, the artist for that manga he draws or he used to draw a lot of fan art um, he did a piece for Final Fantasy IX. Ooh. It's amazing. Nice. 
Nice. He did that. There's one for, I think, Infinity War that I've seen. That one's really... All his art's amazing. But his assistant, um, Mirko, the bunny lady. Yeah. Thick, yep. muscly bunny lady. Yeah. Um, he draws her just like in his free time for practice. And guess who he uses as... Uh, like a model for that. Megan the Stallion. Megan the motherfucking yeah. Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Okay, speaking of this, that's how they that's how they introduced Melina as coming back to Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> is they had Megan the Stallion wear like the original kind of like one piece getup and they they put like the prosthetic teeth on her. Hell yeah. And, and I'm just like, "Bro, <laughs> Megan is is such a boss." I need to look that up. I love Megan. Dude, she's such a nerd. I love it so much because like she'll talk about how much she likes anime mm-hmm. all the time, and like yeah no when she when she was doing the Mortal Kombat 11 stuff she's like yo I used to play Melina back in the day and I'm like oh god she's she gets better every time I see her, <laughs> uh no Megan the Stallion's sick yeah but uh no like I I just my thing is like it's it's the funny thing where you go okay fan service is one thing mm-hmm. right like. You can have these little moments of like, okay, look at these characters, do this, this, and that. But then you're going to sit there and look me in the eye and tell me, okay, but this story about 14-year-old hero students, are they're going to, you know... Look, it's it's a story about Deku becoming a hero. Yeah. That's the main plot point. Everything else takes backseat. And I think that's great. Because they, fo- they do give you character moments with the other characters, but Deku is the protagonist. Yeah. And they're going to strive with this character, which I... They at least I know they've said that there's an end to this story. They are not gonna just keep it going to keep it going, which is good. Yeah. So and I'm very excited to see how far we get to that end. But along the way, the side moments with the characters and even in the main stuff, that personality really shines through. They mm-hmm. write their characters really well. Yeah. Like the um the episode where uh, Kirishima gets his hero debut. That's like top tier for me. Yeah. Him and Fat Gum and uh, I still love. I still love the Endeavor episode, where uh, the one where he fights the uh, the Nomu. It's like the big ass like moment for him. Yeah, I love and that and you one. and you see like very sight like it's they they cut the sound where Todoroki's cheering his dad on and like mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh let's go, and it's like you realize that like yes yeah, some of these guys are assholes but at the at their core they are heroes. Yeah, and I'm like good, that's I I love it so much, and then yeah. My Hero is just so good, like, as a show. Demon Slayer, My Hero. I, lo- I love that we're getting these new age, because I did not like Sword Art Online. Yeah, it... Well, the first part was good. Like, the actual Sword Art part. The first... The thing with Sword Art is, like, every three arcs, it's okay. Like, the pacing in it is always bad. Yeah. Like, in Sword Art, it's, like, six episodes long, and it takes place over a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time you get to episode, like, three... The main characters are married. Yeah. And have a virtual baby. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm just... I'm so... Like, that to me, I'm so glad that the popular animes like this, like My Hero and Demon Slayer, are not the isekai shit. Yeah. I am so sick of isekai anime that I that I on principle refuse to watch it if it says isekai in its name. The that only, I will not watch. The only one that I enjoy is shield hero i didn't watch it it's i know i know it's good everybody says it's good beat uh, uh joey told me it's great yeah i still refuse to watch it on principle that it's an isekai i've started picking up the books so i'm wondering how they differ but like pretty good 
Yeah, no, I, I'm sure it's great, but yeah, I'm just in that weird moment where I'm like, ah, yeah, I can't support this laziness, because <laughs> it's just like every anime that has a really cool, interesting plot is now an isekai. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can't you just like write a? I don't know, man. I'm so sick of the this guy from the real world gets shoved into here and like every one of them have a harem of some sort they all have to like it's too much fan service I'm just like come on dude yeah I don't know I when an isekai comes out that is like just like I want to see an isekai that has no harems and it's just like brutal like Mm -hmm. could you imagine where it's like oh yeah this guy comes this new world instead of the funny hijinks it's yo he almost dies the first like five minutes into the show that's kind of what shield hero is yeah, well, I, I, I know ReZero is another one people really like. ReZero is... It gets brutal as fuck sometimes. I still need to finish that. But, uh... Yeah, I, I'm... I'll watch some of them occasionally. Like, I'll, I'll get to them. It's just, as of right now, since it is the prevalent genre, I refuse. So you don't like Batman Fortnite because it's an isekai? <laughs> it's not an isekai. That's different. How? Because Batman went through the portal uh, where he was going to probably do that intentionally. He hit, Harley Quinn jumped in <laughs> intentionally. And someone kicked Batman in. Batman didn't die and so gets sent into the world. So he unwillingly gets transported to a different world and has to use his regular real world skills to survive in a fantasy world. Well, all of them have regular real world skills. Yes, but you, it's, you're really gonna, you're it's really an gonna, isekai. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> Because at least at least the template is interesting. I mean, yeah. Batman and Fortnite. Whereas Isekai, random random main character dude gets transported to Isekai and has a harem of women. I could be talking about thirty different shows. Batman has a harem of women. Because he's Batman. (laughs) That's different. (laughs) (laughs) The the crux of my argument is because it's Batman. That's the crux of every Batman argument. No, I mean, realistically, yeah, okay, the, the Fortnite, just because I think my, it, it's different. It's the way the humor and stuff lies in with Isekai. Yeah. It's very predictable. The problem with Isekai is that I can sit there and start an episode and go, I know exactly how this is going to go. Right. And it's it's getting, it's just like, Sword Art was interesting because it's like, it's an Isekai kind of, mm-hmm. in that everybody gets sent to this new world. And they have to survive. So the first part of Sword Art was really cool. And then you get to these other isekai, like Overlord. Overlord was okay when I watched it. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. They, I, just, I just got bored yeah. really fast. And I was just like, I'm good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super glad Demon Slayer and My Hero are, like, top dogs right now. Me too. They definitely deserve what they're getting. Yeah, I think that'll, that'll call it for the night. Uh, it's been a good one. Uh... Yeah, so this one, I guess, turned into the anime podcast, so yeah. no no complaints there, but yeah, uh, we'd be cool if, uh, you know, I've got some, you know, talking to friends who've listened to the podcast, they've given us interesting ideas before, but if you guys have any ideas, let us know, uh, follow us on side, it's sidequest underscore podcast, right? Yep. Yeah, sidequest underscore podcast on Instagram, uh, you can follow me and BJ too, we'll probably put those, our, ta- our tags in the bio or whatever. Um, somewhere. Yeah, so, but yeah. Um, I just say, uh, everybody stay safe out there. Do your thing. Get that bread, get that head, and leave. You know, you know what we say. And as always, take it sleazy, Joey. Yeah, get it right next time.